Welcome back. Alright, song's called Highway One. Got a suitcase full of hopes and dreams, rear view full of memories. Car ain't great, just never let them down before. There's just too many folks hanging around, and that always happens in every town till it's something other folks just can't afford. May not have a single destination. Hell, it's better to run certain situations. They gotta get on that old highway. Stomp their feet a little out of time. They got the stars lighting their way. Give them that good old highway wine. Give them that good old highway wide. Now it's nothing but them two headlights Like lightning bugs in mid-July Just floating free, living for the wind It's food for the soul as the grass it changes Skip them cities for mountain ranges Try to forget the states they were in Look all around, love's overflowing. No, it ain't arriving, it's all in the going. They gotta get on that old highway, stomp their feet a little out of time. They got the stars lighting their way, give them that good old highway wine. Give them that good old highway wine. Give them that good old highway. Gotta get on that old highway, stomp their feet a little out of time. They got the stars lighting their way, give them that good old highway wine, give them that good old highway wine, give them that good old highway Florida, Florida fucked up my accent too. Like it's, it? yeah, yeah. Like, dude from Huntsville comes in, and we'll just if you're from Alabama and you're outside of Alabama, it's like this weird thing where you'll start laying it on a little thicker to be like, yeah, we're from the same dirt. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in Florida, I had so many friends from New York and and Massachusetts yeah. that I kind of like if I hung around them too long, it would start picking up stuff to where I'd come home and my well, grandma'd be like, why are you talking no, so yeah. funny? But you know what you said? You have a Nashville accent. I guess. Which is like yeah. me. I have a bit of a southern draw. I'm born and raised here, but I, I also live, I could literally see downtown my entire I life. I like thought I, I had an accent, life. and then I like took some adventures through the mountains mm-hmm. of, of Tennessee, and I was like, Psh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's country. Yeah. yeah. The, the, it's country the, out there. the Florida country accent is like a trailer park accent. It's like, I'm a bad bitch. Like, it's, yeah. it's all that yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. Are we recording this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. That's how we do it. We kind of just <laughs> talk, and then we'll get in there. Fair enough. Yeah, right. we're just a couple, oh, couple, never fair. a few guys drinking beers with the other few, few mm-hmm. people watching us drink beers and talk. Yeah, yeah. you guys feel free to carry on teens. and have your own okay. conversation. Yeah, we're just kind of hanging out. Some teens outside. Weird. So, Jerry's, so. In, Jerry's <laughs> in the. Uh, yeah, we had like a fuck. I was crazy. Uh, I was sitting on my porch. I was uh, having a cigarette before I came down to uh, to do the show, 
and I, I see like there's like all of a sudden thirty people arrive at the pool. We had a flash mob of teens, <laughs> and they were yeah. all a bunch of teenagers that showed up at the pool, and it was uh it was interesting. It was everything. Right. Everything's a little different. <laughs> it's weird. One man. year later, because <laughs> I'm like we're looking at the <laughs> last time like, I came here, there's like some like old dude almost passed out in the pool, and like a year later, I come back and I'm is, like, yeah, things are better, and you guys got like all this party going on, and I'm like, better. Is he talking about Spencer, term? the yeah. old man? Oh uh, man, like, I don't know, yeah. but. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, coalesce, cogitate, and cavort with us. This is Share Your Buzz, episode 141. I am Tony. Chris is here. Am I? Um, Somebody's here. Uh, (laughs) And somebody possessing Chris's body is here. (laughs) So... Don't actually don't don't try me. I've been listening to a lot of. That's the first burp of the night. I call it. I've been listening to a lot of like uh, paranormal podcasts. So I'm like kind of in the zone right now to Are think you? like oh yeah, yeah like I'm freaking we're geared, out. We're like coming towards have, Halloween. Yeah. You know? Have yeah. you heard the episode about the Dyatlov Pass in Siberia yet? No. Okay. Well, then you haven't even listened to Paranormal Pack okay. Podcast. You gotta like get uh, on like, dude. Should I write this down? Is this like uh, amazing? yeah, the Dyatlov <laughs> Pass. Yeah, it's like it's a, um, it's on YouTube too. It's like okay. mysteries unexplained okay. or some shit. Yeah, it's about these, like, five hikers that went hiking in Siberia, and then, like, nobody heard of them, and they came to, like, get them, and, like, they had, like, cut their tents open from the inside and, like, ran out barefoot with no clothes on for no reason, and so they froze Oh, yes, I heard about that. There's, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm, like, one of those really, like, shitty skeptics that none of my friends like hanging out with me when they start talking about, like, aliens and shit, because I'm like, that's dumb. Let's talk about real stuff, you know? Well, there's a, you know what I love? And even I was like, ugh. I love because yeah, there's always yeah. there's like always two sides of like those kind of arguments because there's always like the side that's uh, that says, well, um, you know this, this this could be like what made these people do things this is an unsolved mystery. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then there's also like the psychological or like the psych- psychoanalytic and like a scientific side that's like, like well, you know, when uh, hypothermia one of the signs is yeah. you know like a mental illness. What if this is the so first is time like the Siberia finally discovered like PCP? You know, like. Well, uh, one of the one of the side one of the <laughs> symptoms uh, one of the symptoms of hypothermia is like you go you go insane like you go, yeah, yeah, like, yeah so I'm like sure. people run out you're they, on the verge like, of dying so I'm sure you're like you know that's gotta be scary fucking aliens too I mean I'm I, I you know I, I'm I'm in a weird spot because I believe in like science and logic but mm-hmm. I was also raised Catholic so I'm like so I'm, you're like I'm, a superstitious I'm, so, scientist yeah so I'm like I'm walking around like all like science but then I hear a noise I'm like fuck spirits yeah like, yeah. Ghost movies are creepy. Like scary movie, like slasher movies are scary, but supernatural shit, man. That's, that's yeah. I don't like all the demonic creepy. stuff. That freaks me out. Well, since we're on the podcast, I do have to mention I I watched Husk, the oh, Kevin dude. Smith movie. I seen it. <laughs> I seen it. Woo! I haven't seen it yet. Fucking oh. movie. So thank you, Kevin Smith, yeah, for making me yeah. feel fucking weird. The man. coolest thing about that movie is after the movie, they show you what podcast episode they created yeah, that yeah. movie, and you can go back and listen yes, to the podcast episode. Yes, so it's like this: yeah. if you're one of those nerds like I am, who likes to like who will rewatch a movie with commentary mm-hmm. on, you know what I mean? Because that's yeah. my life. It's I went back and listened to the podcast, and it was crazy, okay. like how it didn't exist at the beginning of the podcast, and by the end, it was like we're gonna make this into a movie. And it's funny because I have never seen the movie, but I'm a big fan of the podcast. I m- I remember that episode. I you remember, do. So I remember him talking. And I then, feel like you have to go watch the movie. And then a now. year later, when the movie came out, I remember him saying that he was gonna put the episode at the end of the movie, and I just have never because I don't have like I just the, like how do you get it? Like it never came out. It's like, on Netflix. Is it, okay, finally it's on I Netflix. I saw that shit the theater. I'm pretty sure. As of like. As of like last week, it's on yeah. Netflix. Okay, cool. Yes. And no, 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 there's another movie on HBO Netflix HBO called The Devil's Pass, which is a shitty B movie about the Diet Love Pass that just got added as well. But anyways, yeah. uh, I went through a summer where I was very lonely and just drinking a lot and eating a lot of fast food, and, and I went to Redbox almost every weekend and just still got skinny as fuck. and got and like really bad B movies. Yeah, like and I, I would just rent like Piranha Three and all like like all the worst movies I can possibly find. Well, so you get to the point where you're like, oh, yeah, whenever I watched Zombie Cheerleaders 4, Back to School, the dialogue actually wasn't that bad, you know? (laughs) Like, I've been watching B-movies too long. (laughs) Right, right, right. We never actually finished the intro, but um, welcome to Share Your Buzz, episode 141. Thank you to our sponsor, Mayday Brewery. Although we're not actually drinking Mayday tonight, and I told Ozzy Ozzy we were going to talk about this, because, like, if we... uh, we actually drank all the Mayday on yeah. on last episode because we were having such. A you good know, I always wondered if Ozzy thinks that we drink them when it's not a podcast, but we truly don't. Like yeah. we do not. Just the 
the thing is, the the guests that we have on love the beer so fucking much. They just yeah. they can't help but drink it. So and uh, like he that. did. Um, it was funny because he listened to the last episode and he was like, Tony, I, I loved what you guys were talking about hot chicken and George and all the events and everything. And he's like, but you didn't know that you you didn't you didn't mention. Like we're trying to get clientele out there. You gotta talk about all like all the pretty girls we have out there. And I'm like, they um, do have they, and they do there. beautiful women out there. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like Oz. I like you. Re- you realize now that I, f- I can't talk about other women. I have like a live-in girlfriend. I can't just. Well, you could do it respectfully. Oh, you know? did you say living or live in? Because both live of them is kind of weird. <laughs> live in. Speaking of weird, I've we never, got Ben I've just Gerald on the show. Yeah, I've never heard that term. I'm Ben Gerald, and I've never heard the term live in. My apologies. I was going to introduce a guest. We got to win our plugs. But that was no. perfect, though, right? It, yeah, was, it, was. it was. I tease. I tease. No, it's all good. It's all good. But, uh, uh, yeah, but so anyway, t- real quick, though, let's, um, last weekend was a blast. Ozzy has always been a friend of the show. Yep. Mayday Brewery is incredible. Yep. And the only way that, um, like, you guys know that they have like the Boro Blonde on tap mm-hmm. almost everywhere you go around town, and that's. But they have so many more beers. Dude, these cats have twenty four taps. You have to ask if, if I you mean, like that's them. Ridiculous, ask. and they're all like they're all Mayday beers. Mm-hmm. Twenty four different. Mayday if you live beers. in the borough, you know that Mayday is the spot to go to have like. Oh, obviously, got it. something going on. Look, we don't hate on any other. It's all group. good. We don't hate on any Tets other breweries around town. <laughs> we love all the breweries. We've done stuff at Jackalope. We've done stuff at New Heights, uh, Mill Creek, but. I have never seen another brewer, uh, another brewery work as hard mm-hmm. as uh, as Ozzy and Mayday to make it fun for the people that come out there. They have something going on four nights a week, four or five nights a week. Mm-hmm. They have freaking goats out there, pygmy goats Dude. every Thursday. What's Go pet a goat. I was on Facebook earlier today and just randomly, uh, you know, our friend Tracy, yeah. Heather's friend. He, uh, he, he he changed his profile he picture, posted a picture yeah. with Mayday, you know, yeah. beer and, and Whoa, wait, that's cool and everything. Yeah. Goats? Yeah, they, they have, have goats, goats there, bro. Pygmy goats, so they're like miniature goats. They're like no, I know what a pygmy goat is. I'm yeah. just like, elaborate. Just He just randomly, somebody, so look, they have. You, you were just like, well, this is cool about it, this is cool about it. They've got goats. And then, the, and I <laughs> yeah. was like, <laughs> right. oh, okay. Interesting so marketing one of technique the, there. One, no, sure. one of, so they have tons of events going on all the time, like uh, comedians, musicians, uh, all nice. kinds of stuff. They host like big giant events on the weekends. He does tours and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, he told me a couple of weeks back that Thursday nights was one of their slower nights, and they were looking for something to do. And one of their one of the patrons that goes there all the time, a regular, has these pygmy goats. And she was like, "Hey, can I bring my goats up here one time?" And he was like, "I'll tell you what, let's make event, let's make an event out of it. And we'll, we'll like we'll plug it. We'll say come play with the goats, and we'll have like a thing." He said that Thursday night they did three times the revenue they usually do for a Thursday night. Just so gotta now, have some goats, man. So now every Thursday they have goats at Mayday. Go up there and check them out. Five twenty one yeah. Old Salem Road, Murfreesboro, yep. uh, Tennessee. Go Get check them, them out. All, all the interwebs. Maydaybrewery.com uh, and save the date for Saturday, September twenty second, yep. because that is when me and Chris are dropping, <laughs> dropping the uh, Share Your Buzz Mayday collaboration beer. Wah, 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 wah. Wah, wah, wah. Yep. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, go out there and you'll be able to get a. Uh, and it is definitely you will definitely be sharing your buzz because it is a. <laughs> we can't even tell you what the secret ingredient look, is. Look, 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 look! We're doing a podcast <laughs> out there. The beer is dope. Yeah, it's amazing. And actually, uh, it's Chris strong gonna be, and it's gangster. Chris is gonna be happy about Let's this because I just talked to him, Ozzy, Ozzy earlier today, Ozzy? and and Ozzy. And that's his uh, his alter ego. This must no. be some really good beer. It's good beer. But I just I just talked <laughs> to uh, I talked to Ozzy today, and he was saying that uh, that lime coconut IPA that you mm-hmm. like is going to yep. be a like, that's going to be on tap for a while, like because that's it. it's pretty easy to make people like it, so they're going to keep it on tap. Yeah. Of course, the one that I like the same the uh, the the Charles the Charles the first uh, New England IPA. Yeah, yeah. It's like super delicious, but it's super hard to make, so they sold out of that already, and they're not going to make mm. any more of that. So. What are you going to do? But the Share Your Buzz beer will be there September 22nd. We're going to have some swag up there for you guys. We'll have, um, I think we're going to do some pint glasses, some stickers. So we'll be out there doing that. Um, And we'll let you know when it comes. So thank you to Mayday Brewery for sponsoring the Share Your Buzz podcast. Now, let us get to our wonderful guest, Ben Jarrell. That's me. Thanks for hanging out, man. What a job. How are you going to top that Mayday shit? We have to it's do downhill com- from here. We gotta do a commercial for this. He did the hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? <laughs> so, you heard his. Uh, you heard the voice on the show before. You've been on. Yeah. I yeah, about a year ago. 
dude, like, like I think you and I were talking earlier, and uh, you said when you came on the podcast, you'd been here for like a month and a half. A month and a half. So when you, so that's a long, that's two years ago, right? Is it almost? Well, I'll tell you when it was. It was about a year ago because was it? It was about a year ago exactly because I know our friend Shannon's birthday is coming oh, up, shit, yeah, and yeah, it was yeah, at right. Shannon's birthday last year that I met. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. 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 we somehow <laughs> ended up in some random dude's hot tub. We yeah. did. <laughs> we did. We did. That was crazy. Wait, you guys ended up in a hot tub? Yeah. Yeah, we were both there. I mean, Other people were there, were, yeah, too. Yeah, like, they like were, it wasn't yeah, just it him wasn't, and I. It wasn't just like, us. I was no. like, I was like, give me the no, details, no. girl. Not that, not that that would be an issue. You know, it's just, <laughs> no. you know, not my type. Look, it's 2018. It's <laughs> 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 fine. Ever since I got married, I don't date anybody from Florida now. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we cut it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but that's the commercial. I'm not married anymore. It's okay. <laughs> Oh, I'm allowed so to say shitty shit now, about so it. So now it's back on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. You're good. I uh, still got the same awesome girlfriend, though, who was here yes, for, like, our yes, third date. Yes. That was, like, our third date or something, Dude, I what think. what a third date to have. It was something like wow. that. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, you know what? The reason why you guys are still together is because of Sherry Buzz. She's like, that, that third date was like that. Matt, did you get laid? That's good. <laughs> Damn it, Chris. Sorry. Cut it out. Did the spirit of Kyle come over you? Awkward. No, I'm just saying. Like, I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. Like we we influence good positive things and. Uh, well, it's still going great, and she's yeah. awesome. So. So you've been busy as hell, man. Yeah, it's been a pretty crazy year. Uh, I'm a little bit more acclimated, I think. Yeah. So. Well. I mean, let's jump right into it because I bet we can yeah. go for a while. Uh, we, <laughs> one of the reasons, I mean, of course we we, uh, we we've been on contact on social media and stuff. Like I follow yeah, you all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but one of the reasons why I definitely thought it was imperative to get you back on soon was because I was like, we need to get Ben on again before he gets too famous to talk to us. What? Sure. No, uh, dude. No, yes, but but um, honestly though, I'm I'm just trying to give you compliments because uh, you've been like as of late and like in the last six months. Like yeah, you've been super busy. I've been seeing you stuff. Like your social media has gone crazy. You've been you've been putting new stuff out. Uh, you've been busy as hell. Well, you know, uh, I've been busy since I got to Nashville. I just uh, got a really awesome manager, Mickey, and he's been handling the social what media. So now people are actually seeing everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really. I gotta. He's got to take credit for the social media awareness because I. I, I was terrible at that. I was like, here's a picture of my cat, you know. And I still do that every once in a while, but like. Oh, so we set up this fourth mic for Mickey, but he's um, behind the camera right now. So we'll uh, oh, yeah. get him back on here when he. Yeah, it's not even plugged <laughs> in. <laughs> that's that's fucked job. up, dude. He's always on top <laughs> of his game. He's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we didn't tell you uh, that. You know, they used to that, do that to like, what, like Richard Manuel or somebody's we're mic in the never, band. We're not even recording right now, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, wait, really? <laughs> no. Oh, I was like. <laughs> I was like, dude, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to remember all that stuff again. <laughs> that was only take one. Yeah. I've been, re- I had to recite this shit in the mirror earlier. All these mics are actually fake. Yeah. So, is it true that you met Garth Brooks three times this past year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, he's pretty awesome. Pretty nice dude. Very humble. Nice, nice. Well, actually, you would have met him once and then saw him two other times. True. Yeah, you, you can't meet somebody three times texting. unless you just yeah. get so drunk you forget. Which happens. That's a good point. Actually, you know what? I, I take that back. I mean, <laughs> you know, I drink some, but I don't drink that often. I'm more of a kind of a natural, earthy kind of guy. So I tend to meet people a few times, yeah. you know. So, <laughs> you know, not that I forget and like, what's your name again? You know, but I'm just saying, like, it's just kind of a thing. I, yeah. I That is actually a, uh, a part of me that I, you know, talking about forgets, forgetfulness and stuff. Uh, one of the things that I actually wanted, like, to, to bring it real for a second, yeah. my memory sucks, and I really try to work on that, because not only does it affect the fact that, uh, you know, we do a create, like, me and Chris do this, you know, like, the podcast and stuff, but for you guys that don't know, Chris is in a band, I do writing and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so uh, having to remember things is a big part of life for, like, creative people, like, you have to be able to remember things, and also, uh, when you are in a relationship, you have to be able to remember things because she will always remember things. So you have to be able to combat what she remembers. And I am horrible at remembering well, things. We, we I remember my girlfriend's like birthday. That's it. I don't even know. Like, I don't. I, I can't remember any advice birthday. But I'm like, as long as I but remember I her bet, birthday, I bet as a, okay. as a like, writer, though, you have the ability. Like, you, you, you can probably remember a scene, like, in your head, right? Like, of something. No? Or like Words. Okay. Sometimes. I mean, earlier I was forgetting my own words, but. 
I mean, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I think it, I think I just uh, do things enough times that like I can just kind of get on stage and kind of my subconscious can kind of like fill in the gaps, you know what I mean? Depending on what I was doing before I got on stage. That's interesting because I guess different kind of writing, right? Like, so when you're writing a story song, like we heard earlier, yeah, uh, you're telling the story. Right. Like uh, someone like myself, when I'm writing a like a short story or like I'm doing like a novel or something like that, mm-hmm. usually I will like have to close my eyes and play a movie in my head and I will write down what I'm seeing in my head. So when you're writing, like how... how like, is I it think I actually do that when yeah. I'm singing and I just never realized it until this moment, which wow. is, you know... It's kind That's of a weird a time thing. to like, you know, because yeah. now I'm all like, I need to go reflect. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, you're right. Like when I was playing those songs earlier, it's like, I think uh, like when I did 67, it's about my dad's yeah. car. It was mm-hmm. a very iconic thing when I was a kid, his car. Well, I was going to ask you if that and was based on a, a That's true. a true story. Like nice. I just literally sat down and just described the car and l- him yeah. letting me drive and him driving really yeah. fast and nice. that's pretty much what the song is and then but the second song is more just kind of like a like kind of just a two people together on a road trip kind of feel yeah. and it's more abstract it's me just telling a, a much more fictional story just kind of like oh like I, my girlfriend likes to go on a lot of road trips and then we go on road trips and those lines kind of started coming to me on one of our road trips and it was kind of like wow whenever you're on a road trip it's like that's all that really matters in that moment like you don't mm-hmm. really think about anything else so but that one's kind of not an exact thing. Like my dad's Camaro is a physical object. I can, yeah. you know, paint a pretty bad but still accurate picture of it right now from memory. You know what I mean? So maybe that's the reason that that one's like easier on the words because, like you said, I can see all the imagery. Mm-hmm. On the other one, it's like you know, it kind of can be so many different things. So uh, you I, like for for those like we'll just tell the folks like you just got through recording a record, which is fucking awesome. Well, I uh, I recorded an EP. Um, yeah, I recorded an EP and then uh, and it sounded pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we recorded the record and then um, it's just been crazy. I got That's an EP and a like, record. But like, the, like how how it happened though is crazy though, right? I mean, like you know, we were talking earlier. It's just like you're just playing this gig one day and like this cat walks up to you. Well, it was a little it was a little more complicated than that. Yeah. Um, it, that makes for a better story, sure. and, and I mean, well, you, you know, all the story, all, all, all the songwriters, like, all the songwriters in town are like, "Don't yeah. ruin the good story with the it's total sure. truth," yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. But, but no, what it was was that other people were wanting to invest in in what I was trying to build, and uh, a lot of you know, the first few people kind of either tried to you know dick me over or take advantage in some way or whatever. Uh, which, as I after I've been here a little while, I've come to find out is not a very uh, abnormal thing to happen in Nashville. Oh no! <coughs> and this guy that I was friends with throughout some of those ups and downs, I would I was venting to him about it one time, about this dude like I oh, pulled out, you know, and I everything was you know looking pretty good and and uh, you know and finally he was like, man, you know, I really like your music. I believe in you. Like I'll invest in this. And his yeah. name is Todd. He's a great dude. And um, and I mean like, you know, I don't want to go into specifics, but he gave me probably the best deal that. I imagine anybody's gotten on a record in Nashville in a long time. That's amazing, man. And he helped me out, and and then um, after we uh, after I finished the EP, we went into Southern Ground Studio, you know Zach Brown's studio, and uh, the staff there is incredible. Yeah. Everybody who works there was super nice. Little right. shout out, who who we got? Yeah, yeah uh, dude, like Brandon Bell, Brandon and Bell, Dan, and Evan. And last but not least would be uh, my producer, main engineer, Preston Tate White. Preston Tate White. And he also is from Alabama. And, you know, all this stuff happened because of this place, Bobby's Idle Hour, Mm -hmm. on Music Row. And come to find out it's going to be closing, you know, relatively soon because some rich developer is about to level that entire block of Music Row. Oh, shit. And, yeah. yeah. Hey, so the developers listening, like, fuck you. You fucking piece of shit, you know. It means so. cool that you actually got to record that. That is, because that is, like, w- for those of you from outside of Nashville, that is one of the last vestiges yeah. of, of, like, um, Music Row on yeah. Music And, row. like, like old-school songwriters. Yeah. I mean, there's some newer guys who come in there, but, like, you know, like, it's not all the same yeah. radio shit, you right. know what I mean? Like, people are in there, like, actually trying to tell stories and share yeah. feelings instead of drop buzzwords <laughs> and sell records. It Wait, used to be... It was uh, Bobby's Idol Hour. Oh, I thought you were talking about the studio. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, the studio. The studio. Gotcha. I'm sorry. Gotcha. I got 
I was just trying to make sure I give Bobby's credit for everything that's happening yeah, right now to, because they deserve it. a huge piece well, of credit. Well, we saw that. Yeah, we, we, we've seen beers. that happen. Uh-huh. Those of us, uh, Chris grew up here. Yeah. But I've been here seven years. You've been here uh, actually on the scene doing stuff. So yeah. I think we can all to it. We can all attest to how much we've seen the industry stuff kind of change around here. And that's th- that's aside from even how much the city has changed. It's but like, just it's the like you got gentrification happening in neighborhoods, but you got that shit happening in music too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In this town and in industry. When I first like moved here, like Losers crazy, down on DeMombrian was like, yeah. uh, that was like a, a songwriter hangout. And now there's like, it's two patios on top of each other. They're like, okay, we built a patio. We st- we need more room. Let's put another patio on top of the patio. I've still never been there. <laughs> but it, like, I, mean, I remember going to Red Door when it was just a building with a red door. And now there's, you know. It's right. I've, I, I don't think you know the Red Door like I knew the Red Door. Probably not. I remember when, when Red Door was literally just the house. There was nothing else around Red oh, Door. Wow. You literally walked into the house, and that was fucking Red Door. I don't think I've been there either. That's when I say long, I played at Bobby's, I played at Bobby's every day, either yeah. on the stage or out back. Like, I just didn't go anywhere else. I just was like, I'm going to just fucking stay here. And But anyways, so uh, my buddy Preston Tate White engineered and produced the record. Really, really cool dude from Alabama, and he did a really good job on it. It's awesome. You know, uh, he let me, like, kind of be myself and had great players, Taylor Powell on drums. Well, you know, we were talking about your songwriting earlier. I'm sorry to make yeah. you off, but, like, you said someone influenced sort of, like, gave you a perspective, you know, like. Oh, yeah. Well, I was hanging out with this other really cool dude. His name's uh, Roger uh, Nichols. Yeah. And uh, he's... Uh, He's a producer and engineer over kind of kind of closer to Blackbird. Yeah. And um, and it was just kind of like I came in to try to cut some of that kind of country bluegrass stuff. And he was like, man, he's like, you know, like you got all these tattoos and you talk about all these rock and roll bands you like. But I don't hear any of that in your music. You know, like it's kind of, yeah, you know, like you kind of seem like you're kind of putting on an act. And I don't mean that like he didn't say it in a mean way. He's like the nicest dude ever. He was just like helping me out and being honest, like, man, be be yourself. Like, stop trying to like do whatever you think is gonna work. Because yeah. I thought like because I wasn't gonna be pop country, I had to be like tread, like yeah, I had yeah. to be like you know nudie suit country or whatever. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah, like I'm way more comfortable in just like regular blue jeans and a button up shirt. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I feel you, man. So, but we are entering a suit. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. Go ahead. I was going to say, we're entering a super cool era right now of, like, what, like, rock music went through in the 90s, like, almost, like, with grunge. We're doing, like, grunge country. Like, we're, like, like it's a... It's yeah, a, that's it's kind like, of a thing. It's like, you know, like, you, you take a band like Nirvana, love them or hate them. Yeah. But they start, it, you, the, the whole, the the idea of the uh, the hero's journey of a 90s rock band was always, like, start off in your garage, get a little bit underground, and then get pop and everybody hates you. Yeah. But yeah. but it's a uh, but we're we're kind of seeing that with country where like okay. tell your band you're gonna get seventy percent of everything until you fucking make yeah. Nevermind and yeah. then fucking back out and take most of the money. But but you can see that now. Yeah, fuck with, that guy. You can yeah. see that now. With Love like, the music, but yeah. fuck him. Yeah. But you can see yeah. the style of that. Like as far as the fans are concerned, you can see the style of that coming around a little bit now. We're we're getting a little bit of resurgence. We talked about this a little bit before the show. Like yeah. we're, we're getting a resurgence of like the '60s '70s rock, but it's happening in like a but it's happening with with a turn of the century influence. So you're getting like 60s, 70s rock, um, 60s, 70s country. But it's coming. It's coming with a little bit of like a 90s and 2000s. You, you know what I think it is? I scientifically think I know why. Hmm. Yeah, I, and thank the Lord for it. It's the legalization of marijuana, man. There's mm-hmm. fucking more people smoking weed because yeah. it's not against the law, and so Indeed. more good Indeed. music's getting made. You know, more but bad electronic music's getting made too. But well, you know, actually, like, that uh, <laughs> for, for me that actually ties into it. Like I, um, I was telling you earlier, like I, I don't because I don't like something doesn't mean I don't hate. I doesn't mean I hate on it either. Like yeah. so, uh, well, it, does, it doesn't mean that it's bad. You no. know what I mean? It's so, but a lot of that stuff that we're uh, like, e- even the stuff that you're doing, you have to admit though, like it's. It's either it, it's classic in a sense, but you've inf- you've been influenced by the world around you, and since the world around you is 2018, yeah, so that's going into your music. So whether so it's even people that are like, people say, well, we're having a resurgence of the 70s or a resurgence of the 90s. Yes, but it's with a 20. It, it, it's with the 2000s tinge to it. Like it's that. There's like a. There's like. Yeah. Well, like and a, a lot of these bands existed. Yeah. I think. I think it's really. It's some of that, and I think it's also some of just like interest because yeah. of, like you said, the internet. 
people are like, this is bad on the radio. I can turn this off now and just yeah. plug an aux cable in my phone and listen to Jimmy Rogers from the 20s if I want to. Or, I you think know, you're showing your age with an aux whatever. cable because everything's Bluetooth now. Is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, there is that. He's still plugged in. Guys. I remember Discman into cassette tape with cord oh, dude, coming out of it. I remember walking around the, my, oh, yeah. my neighborhood on the sidewalk with a Discman, and you couldn't yeah. walk too you hard. You couldn't walk like, too fast. Because it would just skip. Oh, like, yeah. You guys don't remember the cassette tapes? You guys I, oh, I had cassette tapes, say, but I was... I had, it's a little bit before you. Yeah. I had cassette tapes, but I I, I was yeah. like I, I always liked cars with cassette tape, like, but I never really got that into cassette. Oh, tapes. dude, remember when CD <laughs> players first got in cars? If you would have a bump, it would skip. Oh yeah, and it wouldn't even read CDRs. Remember those? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh man, I gotta so have the original one. So yeah. my burned copy of Doggy Style wouldn't play in. A mm. <laughs> dude, dude, uh, is that? Yeah, that's the one with the like cartoon doghouse yeah. on it, yeah. dude. Murder in the first, or murder was the case. Yeah, that was yeah, the, yeah. that's one of the best hip hop songs. Yeah. yeah, murder was the case that they gave dude, me. There's a lot of gems on that fucking. Record. Oh man, it's so juice. good. Yeah. yeah, dude. Classic country. <laughs> Classic country. <laughs> Honestly, if you think about it, when uh, <coughs> think about how old hip hop is, like, yeah. it, like that, it, we are in, like, we we got. That's like it, the Buck Owens of hip hop. Yeah, we you know? we grew up. Like in the in the golden age of country or, or of of, of a hip hop, like just like that that would have been like somebody growing up with like uh, Roy Acuff or something like. Yeah, I mean, like it, I I would say like yeah, it was a pretty big I- explosion. Like there was a lot of hip hop being listened to everywhere, especially in like the late nineties, yeah. early. Well, that kind of brings it back to what I was saying though. So even though people like yourself or even like uh, like Chris's band, they um I forgot I want I forgot I wanted to plug that at the, at the beginning of the show, but you guys. Were incredible job last night at Chris's. Uh, I just saw Chris's band Malibu Blackout live last night. Um, so, but e- even you guys, uh, anybody doing music now, uh, even if you're doing something that's got an old school tinge to it, you have to admit that there's you're influenced by the era that you grew up in. So there's there's got there's a little bit of, like every anybody who's singing R and B right now, okay, you might be channeling some Etta James, but you also got a little in sync in there. Well, well, I think it's I think that can be a thing. I mean, for me, my dad hey, like pretty much hates like most country music and hated bluegrass music. All he listened to was like he would listen to a few country people that were more like country rock, but he listened to like, you know, uh Leonard's, you know, the first few Leonard Skinner records, all the Marshall Tucker band stuff, early Charlie Daniels, you know, ZZ Top stuff like that. So that's what I was listening to most of the time, you know, an Aerosmith, pretty much like yeah. this, like if you, like he, like you could, guys yeah, you could, yeah, you could, yeah, you could play like the Days and Confused yeah, soundtrack yeah. around my dad all day while he pretty was working much. in his mechanic yeah, yeah, shop, yeah. and like you'd hear zero complaints, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So that's what that all there's right, always right, that right, in right. my head, you know, yeah, yeah. and one oh five down the rock, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. but then my grandparents listened to a lot of old country and. Uh, and then, like, you know, Oak Ridge Boys and George Jones and that kind of stuff. And then my aunt, who I briefly lived with before, she listened to a lot of, like, late 80s and early 90s country. Yeah. Keith Whitley, Garth Brooks, that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. I've kind of figured out that, like, all of that stuff and then me rebelling and playing in punk rock bands and, like, rock and roll bands kind of all, all morphed yeah. together. But it's you funny because a lot of it is not stuff of uh, most of it was not stuff that was during when we were growing up. You, you know, know what's what I mean? funny? It was about just because I lived in South Alabama, so everybody's like 20 years behind you know, sure, yeah. on the music yeah, side. Yeah, I, I think about that. <laughs> well, they you know, were. They're not now, but when yeah. I was a kid. You know what I love yeah, about yeah. like uh, 80s and 90s, or 90s especially, uh, country music, was that there was a lot of cheese coming out. But oh, there was yeah, also yeah. a lot of brilliance in there. there was and a you, lot can, of you, you, you can say the, the same thing like, to make, again, I'm not, I'm not focusing on hip-hop here for any reason, but you can say the same thing with hip-hop too. Like um, uh, the 90s, early 2000s hip-hop, there was a lot of like stupid, like cheesy, like dance music coming out, but in yeah. there, in there, you get some brilliance. Like same thing with like you know, like the, you can f- you can find the correlations in music, no matter what genre you're into. You can find the correlations of the the, uh, the trends. They go a certain way, and no matter how cheesy the genre is, somewhere in there, there's blinks of brilliance. And you know, you like when it comes to '90s country, like you can say, okay, oh, this was all kind of just. Uh, you can listen to any song on the radio and say, "Okay, well, well, I see where the trend is going. They're all trying to make the hook is all that matters. They're trying to make a they're trying yeah. to have a clever little trick in the hook." But then every once in a while, you get like a Brad Paisley or uh, like an Alan Jackson who like actually great, does it does it right. Yeah, and you could do the same thing in hip hop. You could say, "Okay, well, there's there's a lot of uh, 
there's a lot of Master P's it's or something a, out there. But every seems, once in a while, you get an Eminem. It's like yeah, with yeah. and with a lot of the like you know radio country now. It seems like it seems like like as a people, they're just now learning like puns and metaphors for the first time. So they're just using them <laughs> too much. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Where exactly, they're like, yeah. you know, they're like, ooh, that was pretty good. You know what I mean? And it's like. Well, if you just discovered it, you know what I mean. Like, like if so, I, I'm waiting for like suddenly like a bunch of sarcastic songs to come out, you know, yeah, yeah. and then it's like, oh, they finally discovered sarcasm, you know. Like I, yeah, yeah. I don't, and, and I try not so to rag was. on that shit because you know I got some friends that write it, and if it makes people happy, that's great, you know. I, Dude, I can't say that it's bad art, but it's just when like, did, when did we get dumb? Because you know what, that was. If you go back and listen to like old '30s music, yeah, they were super sarcastic. Yeah. And, and so, like, when did we get dumb again? Like, we somehow we, we forgot all the shit that like that we culturally knew, and we got stupid again. I just think probably after prohibition. Well, I think it's I think it's complacency within the within the community too. Yeah, like, if enough saying. people said, you know what, fuck this, like, you know, Bob Dylan was great, Townsend Zant was great, Guy Clark was great, you know, and I'm just naming some people that I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, probably Guy Clark and Towns a little more, being from the South, but. But like you know, if people just said "fuck it," those guys yeah. did okay. Maybe I can do that. I think we'd have some better, some better stuff on the radio. But I don't know. I just think get it's on the mic, brother. I think it's all funny. You might as well get Mickey on. Yeah, no. Hey, what's up? We, yeah, we should Sorry. probably we can should probably get Mickey on the this mic is, uh, because I uh, uh, I'll lose hey. track. What's your last name, Mickey? Guida. Mickey Guida. Yeah. And uh, he's been to uh, manager. Yeah, he's my yeah. Sicilian coal mining manager. <laughs> That's right. I'm here to kill some people. That's 100 percent um, true. I feel like I'm not the only other Italian person that uh, wears cowboy boots once in a while. So. That's right. Are you yeah. Sicilian? Yeah, uh, my mom is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, I can I can get down with that. I'm half Sicilian, half Northern. Gotcha. He's uh he's from Montana by way of Texas. So. That's right. All right. I am uh, Florida by way of New York. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I did the upstate New York too, in the Vermont, yeah. and Pennsylvania, and all over the place. So, traveler. Now, so where now. am I jumping in on? Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, so so we talked about the EP. That's right. I'm excited. That's gonna be coming out soon. Um, yeah, let's get back to business since uh, we got your manager on the. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so we could. Uh, I want to. I want to make sure. I mean, and we'll definitely go over this all again. But we kind of. You know, it was actually. Uh, I love when this happens because we got so. Uh, our conversation was so good that we just kind of forego all the actual. We we just jumped right into it. But right. uh, I do want to make sure that we talk. About what's going on with you, Ben? And, uh, well, I want to make sure that I finish first off, making sure that the players get credit. So, yes. so on drums, I had Taylor Powell, great drummer, super nice dude. Um, on on uh, lead guitar, I had Steve Daly, great lead guitar player. He plays out at Santa's uh, Santa's Pub on Sunday nights usually. Um, and then uh, his dad, Mike Daly, great pedal steel player. And then Kevin Black, awesome bass player. And uh, I just want to make sure I named all those guys because they're awesome and they did an incredible job. And we cut an album live on the floor, and we did it extremely quickly. And you guys did it in two days, right? Two days, and they had not heard any of the songs before those days. That's that's what you call pros. We walked in. I walked in the middle of the room with an acoustic guitar. I played the songs, you know, one time. Yeah. We gave them charts that were not a hundred percent. Yeah. Still yeah. kind of learning here, but uh, but Mike Daly and all of his awesome awesome experience uh, in the music scene. He's been around a long time in the music scene. Great steel player. He helped us correct what we need to correct, and he kind of really, like, I mean, Preston produced it, and he did a great job producing it. He did a great job engineering. Southern Crown's an amazing studio, but I think that Mike Daly was that like extra like icing on the cake like having him there and having him be like oh no it's okay it's just this you know what i mean that kind of stuff when i'm not a trained studio musician that kind of stuff made my life so easy because he was able to do because if i was trying to fix it i'd be like well all you gotta do is you just need to swing it over here a little bit before that thing that i do when i go like this and (laughs) hit my my you know like i have a chord on the guitar there's a or there's a chord that i play on one of the songs off the full-length album highway wine and I still don't know what the chord is, but it was played one time in an Alabama song, one of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah. So I just call it the Alabama chord. You know what I mean? So like that's how I'm communicating with musicians. So I'm, I'm really glad he was yeah. there. Roll Tide. And um, <laughs> <laughs> go balls. <laughs> oh. That's all right. Go Gators. No, you guys, right. are, you guys are awesome. No, it's uh, that I, I love that because. Like we we talked a little bit earlier. We were we were uh, before the podcast. We were talking a little bit more business, and I don't want to get into all that if we don't need to. But yeah, no, uh, let's not do that. But we one of the things that I uh, 
that I love about what's going on now in music was the fact that you particularly, like, and a lot of people we know that have been on the podcast, but you were a good example of it, was somebody who is, you're doing it your way, and you came up, uh, it just, I don't want to, I don't want to, I, I hesitate to call it luck, because I, I, I don't believe in luck, I think that uh, you put yourself in a certain position for things to happen, but you uh, have been able to, uh, like I, you, you've been made fun of yourself. You said the, the things don't happen this way for everybody. Like you, you no, have they been, don't. You've, you've been in the right place at the right time to have things happen, and you are talented enough to when those things happen, they but you you can back yourself up. The, well, and I appreciate that. The important thing to know, though, is that the whole time. I, every time somebody was like, well, you know, you watch those documentaries and it's like, all right, cool, man. He's making me pumped. And then they get to that part of the story where they're like, man, I was just hard work and working real hard. And then a lot of luck. And I'm like, fuck, I don't think that's the one I'm going to get. No. You know what I mean? So the whole time before things started kind of happening, it was like, it was kind of like, uh, too good to be true type stuff. And then, and then you know, as I, like, kind of analyzed it and started building up a good team around me, I was like, oh, okay, cool, this is real. Like, I don't totally suck. Well, I think that's kind of what's happening. Look, look. I mean, last like, a year ago, I was singing, like, an octave too high. Mm-hmm. I was, like, you know, I, I had, like, $20 in my pocket, like, totally. And, and then suddenly it's, like, you know, it just, but I didn't have a social life at all. I haven't been able it's to do trend, anything. It's, it's the trend that that uh, any business takes. I mean, without getting too like real and too behind the scenes, like uh, things. There was a there was a trend for a while in the last like five years where uh, overproduced uh, like party music was like a big thing. Yeah. And now people are starting to kind of want crave something a little bit more real a little bit more down a little bit i uh, really might be the wrong term a little bit more raw a little bit more uh, i think it's just they want more honest yeah. like they want people to actually tell them like tell other people how they're feeling and, and tell them just, stories about not shit, just in know? the music but in the stories yeah because uh in the stories of the of the artists as well because there was it there was a time there where people were like ah, i don't care if they were on american idol and they like their, their parents were famous and they but now it's like, well, you know, we've had enough of that. We kind of want to hear stories about people who are actually real I, again. And I, I'm going to fucking say, too, like, for the record, I fucking hate those shows. Like, what gives you the right to sit down and put people on the spot and judge people? You know, like, I'm not better than a bunch of other people. I just worked really hard and things lined up. So, like, I look at these fucking stupid shows and I watch these people up there and I'm like, you know what? You motherfuckers, the same thing. You worked hard, but things just happen to line up. And now because of that, you get to sit here and fucking make somebody feel like total shit. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know. It's unfortunate, but most I don't like, it's like, it's it's like a weird psychological, like, coliseum fucking mentality that we have. It's like, but instead we're not watching people fucking get eaten by lions because that's not okay. Now we're just going to watch people fucking psychologically crumble if they don't succeed, you know? And it's like, Man, we psychological it's lions. fucking sick, like man. That. Like, just watch the Golden Girls. We should man. write a Fuck song called shit, "Psychological you know? Lions." <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Name of no, the metal actually, band. Yeah, that's why I love. That's why I was excited about it's having like you back on, man. Because on women for, to like, for them to be skinny and shit. Like, yeah, same yeah, thing. Like, yeah, it's it's just bullshit. You know, yeah. it's it's uh, w- how good you are at something is not how much money you make at it. If that was the case, like women would be getting paid as much as men. You indeed, know what I mean? Indeed. So, and I guess all of that. Um, uh, broad like bullshit. I like I sometimes I have a habit of going too much around the point. But uh, that whole point I was trying to make was <laughs> you guys are going to wrangle us yeah. then because this Cause is going to uh, be yeah. Because <laughs> uh, the I guess the whole point I was trying to make was that uh, I feel it's your time, man. Because uh, P, uh, I really enjoy listening to your stuff. I love having you on the show. Thanks, man. I appreciate because, that. Because uh, when you were telling the stories about how like this this stuff just happened to you and it, but it didn't just happen to you. Like you. Something's happened to certain people, and then the reason why you don't know their names is because they didn't have the talent to back it up. But sometimes, like, people call it luck, but it's not luck. You, you put yourself in a position for things to happen, but you got to be able to back it up when it happens. And you have the talent to be able to back it up when it happens. Well, something so else I'm going to back up right now is it's probably pretty selfish of me, but we've got to do this podcast once a year. 
We've got to do this. We've got to do it. So then, like, you know, whenever nobody gives a fuck about my music, is ever like 10 people, you know, so we can boost your out of the bit. 20, you know, or whatever it's going to be. Uh, like, we'll have, like, this chronological, like, podcast, no, you know? Like, people always say, hey, go I'll be on late night us, TV right? where they're like, did you like Ben Gerald's last record? Well, you're going to love his chronological Share Your Buzz podcast. No, but, but, you know? I mean, I guess the... the Hear the, him talk about how fucking shitty things can get. I think, sometimes right. they get better, you know? I think the bigger picture is the fact that people... Back when you had two arms, you know what I mean? Like, who knows what the fuck's going to happen to me oh later. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's hope you do not lose an arm, man. It's cool, dude. I'll get a robot arm, man. Dude, robot Actually, guitar arm? I mean, yeah, your, your other arm is just a... Like, dude, strength? if I could do that, yeah. I would do that. I'm, I'm still struggling to become okay. a better, like, lead player. So here's the deal. Um, I want which, a robot arm. Which hand arm. would you choose? The left hand. Okay. Right hand, I feel good about. But, but I've always heard that, like, the right hand is the key to doing, like, good, like, boom, digga, 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 Yeah, you yeah, know, I think like, I've already got my right got hand well okay. trained. I think I my left you. hand is just got like, you. I yeah. can't play lead guitar, you got know you. what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay. yeah, yeah. stay on them chords or I'm going to cramp yeah. up, you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can always switch your left hand out like a, uh, like one of those machines where you put, like, something, you put an attachment on the end of it. I say so go full like, robot hands. Go full. I don't know about that. I, I don't even drive an automatic transmission. <laughs> like I, I don't like I don't I don't want some machine telling me how to live my life. Right. Like, I'll fucking shift into third gear when I'm fucking damn well, well ready to shift into third gear. So that's a deeper thought, but we'll go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went deep on you guys. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, uh, and uh, and we're gonna hear some of the uh, some of the tunes here. Yeah, at, yeah, at I'm gonna play a couple and, uh, for you. Um, and I'll let you guys hear a couple of the tracks briefly while you were setting up. Are we take yeah. a break or are we going to finish? No, we're just going to go right through. We'll edit everything right in. Like, we've already oh, gone 45 okay. minutes. We might as well keep going now. Let's turn okay. and let's pull a dragon here. Man. I wouldn't mind Ugh. doing that. Pissing us too late. <laughs> That's a bad influence. Is it going to... Is it gonna, Tony, always, Tony has always said I'm a bad influence. Is it going to be so Is it gonna be like a big pain? Yeah, thing? let's just finish. How much time we got? We, got, we could do another 10 minutes. Come on. All right. And then we'll just call it. So, I'm always... Constantly, this is the the fight. This is the only fight me and Chris ever have is like when they take a break. All right, Mickey, what needs to be said? Absolutely, for people listening, fact wise, can you cover that? Well, yeah, fact wise, you have the EP coming out and the album definitely coming out in spring. Yeah, uh, EP's coming out in the fall, early fall. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we just finished wrapping that up, and uh, that'll be coming out. But we're gonna shop it around to a few labels. Did you want to talk about kind of who you're head hunting on? Uh, I mean, I, I don't really want to name drop a whole lot or anything like that. That feels weird. Um, I don't know if that's something, you know, I don't know what the fucking etiquette is on that. I can say that I'm a huge fan of Bloodshot Records mm-hmm. and that, uh, I would love to be able to sit down and like, you know, just be like, Hey, like check yeah. this out, you know? Um, just cause I enjoy, I mean, a majority of the modern artists I'm listening to are on that label and, or have been, or have done you know, whatever kind of deals mm. with that label. And I know people who know people from them, and, and it's just kind of like, I like the idea of working within Nashville, but I like the idea of, you know, I told you eventually uh, my girlfriend and I, we, we want to get a house down in Muscle Shoals, so when we don't have to be here for work, we can be, you know, back in my home state and yeah. and uh, and still be close by. It's kind of the same thing with the label thing, like, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of feel like like working with a Chicago label will get me into different kinds of clubs and venues. And I don't know, man. Like I, I love the country crowd, and I want to play yeah, for the yeah. country crowd, but I want to play for the other crowds too. Like I want to play for the indie crowds and the people who but maybe don't cr- listen to a lot of country and be like, hey, man, you know, like see if you dig yeah. this or not. Not saying mine's a better alternative. I'm just saying, you know, it doesn't suck. Yeah, but your music's a good. It's a good like uh, gateway, if if I may say. You know what I'm saying? Because like of it's the like influence. the marijuana of country music. It's it really is gateway like country. No, true. I mean, it's <laughs> like no, it's true because it's like. <laughs> but marijuana is not a gateway drug. That's a joke from back whenever it's like the our parents believed that. Your music is like the 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 teen at the pool of music. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. I'll take it. <laughs> no, take it. Is that, um, it'll make somebody come out to a show. Like, sure. No, but I do think the uh, the having you on a couple times and knowing you off mic uh, personally, the honesty is really like it's, it's a simple term and it's a cheesy term, but it's really it's what sometimes simple is the best way to describe something, and it's just the honesty. You're a cool dude. What, what you Thanks, man. the way you live your life is how you write your music, and I think people appreciate that. And there's uh, not only not only is it a uh, is it kind of an underground like. Um, 
thing, but it's also like a pop cultural thing. People are wanting that now. They're wanting more honesty in their in their not only in their music, but in their in the people that are singing and their artists. They, and I mean, to direct on like a business side of this, just from what we've been through. Just I met uh, Ben by accident. He was at my house with this producer because yeah, he producer. rents a room yeah, for me. Yeah, my producer rented a room from, from Mickey in the basement. <laughs> so we were just outside smoking, and uh, I think I was just going over some simple marketing He was schemes. like, here's what you should do with this, this, and yeah. this, and this. And I was like, okay. And then I called him the next day. Yeah, you day. called me the next day. Do you want to be my manager? I was just like, well, so, I just lost my other job. Did you, you know? go to school for this? or like? I went to school for music technology the and school philosophy hard with the video. Um, that videography and entertainment awful. law and a bunch of other things that I studied and now yeah, I'm yeah. doing marketing for Amazon. Cool. I'm a consultant for them, so like the mixture of like touring all the time, running on audio engineering, doing video and then marketing on the side. And our uh, physical copy of the EP will be available on Amazon.com. Or you can go to that pays <laughs> for that EP. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and Jerry the uh, is looking for another. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Like. yeah. But I mean, a big thing you guys keep saying, like, um, you know, luck and talent. And a lot of it, I don't think is as important as, you know, those 14 hour long sessions where we're arguing it out. And Ben, you listen Mm. and you fight and we come to a compromise like i think a lot of people go on to those shows like the voice and they're like somebody just tell me how to be successful and then other people try to just be independent and they say fuck everybody else who wants to tell me how to be successful like yeah. the road to success is definitely down the middle yeah of, of, of as an independent country rock artist is Ooh. being able to listen well, to other people and build something together anybody who go ahead well i'd say the biggest thing i've learned so far you know, it's like I've been shitty to people, you know, so I know what it feels like to be on the side of being shitty. And I've had people be shitty to me, so I know what it's like to be on the receiving end. And the best technique that I've learned since I've got here, and well, I haven't learned, I've begun to learn, is to listen. Like, it's something that I never even, like, consciously thought about. You know, my granddad used to tell me, like, you know, like, you know, like the weakest one in the room is the loudest one in the room. Sure, you know yeah. what I mean? And and like, not that I was necessarily that guy, but it was just very much like I'm Ben Gerald, and I know how I'm gonna do this. You know? And and it's like, no, I have no fucking clue how I'm gonna do this. Like that's why I have to surround myself with people like Mickey who know a little bit more about business. And Preston who and paying taxes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then like Preston who knows about what the listener wants to hear through their ears as an engineer. You know, I don't know about that shit. You know? Next thing, next thing you know, you're, you're Wesley Snipes, and you, you think you're rich, and you haven't paid taxes in 10 years. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'll, I'll I mean, do he that. won't know if he didn't until it's too late. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. That's kind of how I like to roll anyway, <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't want to know until it's too late. Yeah. It makes life a lot funner that way. Or more time. fun, sorry. It's a lot funner. Is it fair to say that on your bucket list, it's to smoke some dope with fucking Willie Nelson? That would be pretty cool, man. He's he's getting on up there. Um, I I wouldn't say that's necessarily my bucket. I mean, I would rather write a song with Willie Nelson than smoke dope with Willie Nelson, which is kind of a fucking slick comment because I know then I can write a song and smoke with Willie Nelson. Sure, but but I mean, also I I think like I I don't see Willie Nelson doing co-writing in in these days. But also smoking with Willie, I don't think as rare as people think it is. Like I I think Willie will smoke on anybody who walks out to him. Yeah, (laughs) no, no, no. I no, I've 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 heard that. Um. I, uh, man, you know, I, uh, that's one thing I think I'll never get used to is like, I don't care how good somebody is. If I like somebody's music and I ever like meet them in person, I'll be like, Hey man, you want to write a song together? And if they get offended by that, then fuck them. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I wrote songs by myself for so long and it can be a good thing, but it can also be a lonely thing. Yeah. And the one good thing about the songwriting culture in Nashville, whether or not I'm writing mainstream music is like people are actively spending time together. They're not staring at their phones. Sure. They're actively engaging and looking at each other and talking to each other and having healthy arguments, you know what I mean? And just sure. m- and making fucking art, you know what I mean? Exactly. Even if sometimes it's an art that I don't like, it's still just like, God, you know, like those are, there's two people making art right now. So like that's, the songwriting thing's important to me. I'm, I, I'm, I'm just around the curve of starting to come around to starting to like certain things about Nashville. I was very much hating Nashville this first year. It was... Man, you know. I tell you what, but it's necessary though. It really is. You that's know, interesting. So, uh, what what was it about it 
Well, what were the things about it that you didn't like at first that you that you're starting to come around? You on? me tell you what I didn't like about Nashville? There's an old joke my granddad used to make too. You know who hate people? You know who hate the union? Everybody who's not in the fucking union. That's who hates the union. So. Like the two. Yeah. Yeah. When everything's yeah. shitty, it's a lot easier to be like everything's shitty because everything around me shit. And it's just it's like all those motherfuckers that can't get jobs are bitching at the union guys. Right, right, yeah. yeah. You know, so so it's like uh those people that can't hack it, you know. Yeah, so I think part of my bad attitude was me just fucking being mad that I wasn't succeeding yeah. by my terms. Which was completely insane considering how long I'd been here. You know, like now uh, people have encouraged me and told me like do you know how fucking lucky you are like you've been here a year Man, and a half and yeah. I, I gotta say I, I'm glad you said that because I noticed the same exact thing when I was I used to write for a country music blog site and uh, yeah. I, did, I was doing like, freelance freelancing stuff Yeah, and I found myself taking you the, should go check out Amazon then well I found <laughs> I found myself they pay uh, well I found myself um, writing from the perspective of the hater all the time because that was, was that was that is what was popular at the time. And oh, I was, yeah. And I was good enough Fucking to... Fucking clickbait. To, People but, love seeing exactly. that shit. But then I started thinking about it when so, somebody called me out, and I was like, you know what? I I don't really hate this stuff as much. Like, it, I, it, it might not be my cup of tea, but guess what? These motherfuckers are out here making a living, doing something I'm trying to do, and I'm not doing it. So, you know, I, I moved to Nashville to be a songwriter, and uh, here I am working uh, freelance for some blog site like i'm not doing but they're out there doing it and i'm hating on people that are doing it mm-hmm. so whether or not it's my thing or not uh you know as soon as you get some success somebody's gonna if, if you really got some success yeah. somebody that you probably even knew was gonna come up and be like fuck that guy well now yeah. i see it well, it's because like being guys that i was um just one more thought guys that guys that i was in like songwriters rounds with when i first moved here are now kind of blowing up and i have a different perspective of it now because now i know the people i'm like you know what i s- even if they're they might they might not be doing a style of music that I would listen to regularly, but I remember playing in clubs with them on writers rounds for for nobody, and I'm like, so they came up in the same place I did, so I'm not gonna hate on them if they're doing something now I don't necessarily like, but I still got mad respect for anybody out here for doing their thing and uh, you know just making it happen. No, no, I'm, I'm we're on the same page there. Yeah. I also want to point out one thing too on the good music side, best record I've heard all year is called Things Change by American Aquarium. Uh, mm. B.J. Barnum is the lead singer and I think main songwriter in that band. And I've heard of, I heard them before and I dug their stuff. But this record was definitely one of those ones where I like listened to it and I was like, wait, what? And I listened to it like, like eight again? more times. It's a band called American Aquarium. American it's Aquarium. kind of like, uh, I hate saying anyone else's genres on any kind of recording because I always feel like I'm going to get it wrong and then they're yeah. going to listen to it and be like, what are you talking any about? Kind of, it's, it's, hard it's, to like alter- it's like alternative country, yeah. you know what I mean? Like alternative country, which just means like, you know, it's good. <laughs> and, uh, and once again, that's relative. I'm talking from my perspective. But man, it's a great record. It's a great record if you like want a really good description of the perspective of a small town southerner and what's going on in today's society is it, sort of, is it does the album have like an arc to it is it like a it's got like moons changing on it okay and it's just called things change and it's a great record but i mean like, like the, the music is it like a st- the album have a theme sort of as far as it has a theme yeah. in my opinion and the theme is like you know here is my view of the world being from a guy from a poor small southern town yeah and uh, and but a cultured view of the world like not a ignorant view of the world but a like a progressive view of the world from kind of the eyes of somebody like that so for me being from south alabama and from a small town it like hit me like a ton of bricks i was like yeah. that is how i feel mm-hmm. you know what i mean like specifically you know so i will say Great I guess record. the goal is for someone to say that about you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. That song, um, old '67, dude. Like. Oh, thanks, man. That's a good one, man. Thank you. Thank I felt you. Like I was in that damn car. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, seven. and I will say Appreciate this it. too. Uh, being like dabbling in the uh, music myself, uh, you know how sometimes you watch a movie, like if you watch like a kung fu movie, you want to go out and fight somebody. You watch you watch a racing movie, you want to go out and drive fast. Yeah. Like listening to you sing made me like want to go write a song yeah it oh w- it thanks w- man yeah. with mickey and i were talking earlier about your influence and started to me to catch yeah. 12. 
but like who he sounds like, you know, you said Waylon and several other people. Yeah, a bunch of them. I mean, and I was like, dude, together. I totally hear Garth Brooks in there. Like, yeah. Yeah. we all have different opinions. Good Garth in there. Like, yeah. I hear a little Garth in your voice. Like, hey, man, I, but I love it, dude. He's a great singer. I, I, I take that as a compliment, though, man. You know, Thank like, you. I mean, when I met Ben, like, you were downstairs in the basement, <laughs> just playing songs, and we, I ended up like picking one of the songs I made an album. Like, you need to play that. Yep, song. you did. You Colorado did. Bound yeah. Colorado Bound. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but it was the next day That's the before he called me up to be a manager. Record. Yeah. Uh, I wrote a whole song, and it the song's as long as it took me to write that song, and it's spoken word with like hundreds of songs in it, wow. or a hundred of words in it, just because I like I met. Ben and it's a good yeah, song. Yeah. And just was inspired for some yeah. reason. I, I felt that the same the yeah, same yeah, thing yeah, the first yeah. time I met him yeah. too. Man, I really that makes me feel better than I think anything anybody else has said to me thus far. Because you know, whenever I watch movies like old documentaries about songwriters like Heartworn Highways, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen that yet, it's like two bucks on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Rent it. If you watch it from beginning to end without anybody interrupting you, I guarantee you, you will write a song mm-hmm. like that. Nice. Like, watch it and then make sure you have a good four hours afterwards free. And, like, just, and you'll just, it's Guy Clark, Steve Earle, Richard Dobson, like, Gamble Rogers, you know, just Rodney Crowell, you know what I mean? It's just these amazing songwriters, and they just cap, and Towns Van Zandt, and they just captured this what was happening you know what i mean and and it's one of those things where like every time i watch it i go home and i like you know like i was out at my friend's house watching it i went home i wrote a song you know what i mean like it was just like it's like song fuel you know so so when you guys say that it makes me think about how i feel about that and that made me feel really good so thank you that was awesome well before we wrap it up man we got about an hour going on where can everybody find you and what's coming up and all this stuff uh i got website bengerald.com which is mostly just social media links um it's gonna be worked on but we're gonna we're trying to work our way into some meetings for some management and stuff before we start doing drastic changes that being said you know you can always find me on facebook um bengerald b-e-n-j-a-r-r-e-l-l um, I'm on Instagram at Ben Gerald RTR, Roll Tide Roll. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then we also have some pages for the Ben Gerald band. Um, but we're currently like trying out people for cool. the band. Cool. Uh, I would love to get some of the guys that played on the record in the band, but, uh, you know, we're just going to see how those, uh, how those meetings turn out as to whether we can, you know, get some of those guys cause yeah. they're fucking incredible man mm-hmm. and if you'd like to book Ben Gerald for your next bar mitzvah please email us at management at bengerald.com sure <laughs> that's the email there you go there you go boom man thanks so much for hanging out with yeah, us tonight oh, dude, thanks Appreciate for having me thanks this for playing cool. us you guys will hear some music probably at the top and end, end, end bottom of the show yeah. uh, make sure you check out Ben Gerald and all his stuff I mean we've this is and uh, if you want to go back and hear more of like the uh, uh, backstory from how like how you came up. You can go back to the original episode. episode go back to the original episode yeah, and then just skip me singing because uh, I was still kind of <laughs> figuring it out. So, but uh, but it was a good episode. It was fun. Well, you got it now. We're looking forward to hearing that. Chris, where can everybody find Thanks, you, man? man? Malibu Blackout. Oh yeah, Malibu Blackout and whatever Sherry Buzz and yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed Born that show last time, man. You did a great <laughs> job. <Can't wait. laughs> y'all, y'all go check out my boy Chris and Malibu Blackout. Mm-hmm. I tease. You know, because I mean, I, I, it's not. Uh, we're here. For, I'm here for you. I don't like to plug myself. But. You can talk about your band, man. No, Malibu Blackout. About, Malibu Blackout, baby. It's fucking Boom. Nice, of course, so. you can find us all the time at yeah. shareyourbuzz.com. Share your buzz all over social media: Facebook, Instagram. Uh, where you go? We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. And of course, always at shareyourbuzz.com. And don't forget to get you your Mayday. Wait, what? I can listen to this through my f- podcast app sure on my can. phone? Yeah, Stitcher, yeah. yeah. What yeah. the shit, man? I didn't even know that. Yeah. I've been like having to go on my phone. That should <laughs> be the, <laughs> go on the I'm actually waiting for right. Spotify to get shit. back to me right now, but they take forever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we, um, yeah, find us wherever you find your podcast, man, and rate us. Uh, let us know. Interact with us on Facebook. Interact with our guests, Ben Gerald and Chris and everybody. You can find us through five there. Stars. Five All stars. All five stars. Uh, we are the number one Amish podcast, if you yes. guys are listening in the Amish community. We are the number one uh, Italian-Ukrainian podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, don't even get me started. If could I you could, have a... I don't want to end this on a gross <laughs> note, but... Uh, so, could you I have an Amish podcast if they, like, wrote it and then, like, rode their wagons in and gave it to you guys and had you just read it? We had to... Um, That's exactly it, actually. It's, all it's some, sponsored it's by Amish Martha's podcast is some, the, the town crier gets up in behind a, uh, uh, a, on a, on a, stu- on a, a giant um, 
55 gallon barrel in the middle of town and he just reads the podcast aloud. <laughs> Alas, we have come for share your buzz. <laughs> they speak uh, that weird, almost Dutch sort of like. I don't even know. I just a, made that up. Dutch. I could be wrong. That was pretty good. No, no, that was okay, great. Okay, that was okay. really. It made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Three times. Brother Chris Asaya. <laughs> Brother Chris Asaya. Brother Ben, Ben, Ben. Uh, I don't know. I'm getting drunk, guys. I'm out of here. It's it's time for me to go. All right. This song's called 67. She's pearl white, red striped sand, 427. She'll spin tires and spit fire roaring up to the heavens. Hell, I must have hit 150 before I ever turned 11. Just my dad and I in his old 67. I first drove that car when I was just a kid. Sit up on his lap and we'd do parking lot skits. She never choked, never smoked. Posse rear, no peg legging. Just my dad and I in his old 67. Lord, she was loud and mean, never a trailer queen. The fastest damn car that I'd ever seen. He saw red and blues from some traffic cop. Say we're already at one twenty hot rod. Might as well not even stop. enough money to just throw some away I'm gonna build that car for myself one day old guitar in the back and pretty lady by my side drive that car so damn fast I just travel back in time Lord she was loud and mean never a trailer queen Fastest damn car that I'd ever seen. He saw red and blues from some traffic cop. He'd say we're already at 120 hot rod. Might as well not even stop. I want to build one that's loud and mean, not a trailer queen. The fastest damn car that I've ever seen. I see red and blues some traffic cop even if I've hit 120 I'd probably still stop she's pearl white with red stripes and a 427 she'd spin tires and spit fire roaring up to the heavens hell I must have hit 150 before I ever turned 11 just my dad and I in his old 67 just my dad and I in his old 67 I sure miss my dad in his old 67 thank you